Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with your senior leader, the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. We're global. We're nearly 20 nations at my last count. I can't keep up with the growth of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. That's a good issue. God is breathing on the prayer movement. He's breathing on our churches. We have a church in Birmingham, Alabama, Colinga, California, and our headquarters are here in South Florida. Come to church on Sunday, South Florida. Come to church on Sunday. South Florida, come to church on Sunday. We have two services, two worship teams, two messages, two encounters. I'm there all day ministering to you, laying on of hands, prayers of agreement, prophecy going forth, 1047 a.m., 130 p.m. Don't sit in the dead dumb church. Come to a place where Jesus demonstrates that he is alive. Amen. Awakening House for Davie, Florida. If you are not in Davie, if you're not in South Florida, if you're not in Fort Lauderdale, Oh, you need to move here. That's the only solution. Or there is a plan B. You can watch the broadcast, 1047 a.m. broadcast online at www.ahop.online. You can even become a web church member and get access to all my archives. Get a personal prayer line. Be able to get advice, more access to me, even access to my personal life group on most Tuesday nights. That means you get to study the Bible with me. Come on, guys. Get involved in what blesses you. The Awakening Prayer Hubs. Join the movement. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. That's where you can sign up. Find a hub. This is a critical time for prayer, and it's only getting more critical. God told me this. Listen, 2021 will be a replay of 2020 if we don't pray. If we don't pray, 2021 will be a replay of 2020. we got to pray. This is never, there's never going to be a time in history where we need to pull back from prayer. And I'm looking to raise up a thousand prayer warriors as prayer leaders who can lead others. You've got leadership in you. You're a born leader. Well, we got to pull it out of you and set you in place to lead under this banner of Awakening House of Prayer Global Family. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Get on board and join that movement. Prophetic people, I'm inviting you to be part of my prophetic family, my prophetic, my exclusive prophetic community. 
Everybody can't join, but I'm believing if you're listening to the sound of my voice, you're a good person. If you've got a Jezebel spirit, we're going to kick you straight out. No, I'm just kidding. We've never had a Jezebel person in, our, in Ignite Network in the last four years of its lifetime. IgniteNow.org. You can be part of my prophetic family. It's an exclusive opportunity to learn and grow with the people who are hungry and seeking accuracy and growth in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Today's devotion is titled, I am your momentum. And here's what I heard the Lord say. I am reminding you today that I am your momentum. I am your momentum in the battle. And I am your momentum in the good times. I am like the snowball effect in your life. And if you'll just cooperate with me and not resist me, if you'll just resist the devil and not resist me, If you'll just submit to me and not submit to the devil, if you'll just get your life in order with my word, you will see in a moment that those things which had opposed you year after year will have to bow to you in my name because the momentum in your life will be so strong and so great that it's almost unstoppable. Only you can stop it. I'm going to read that again. Some of you need to hear this. I said, some of you need to hear this. God says, I'm reminding you today that I am your momentum. I am your momentum in the battle. I am your momentum in the good times. I'm like a snowball effect in your life, says the Lord. Listen, if you'll just cooperate with me and not resist me, if you'll just resist the devil and not resist me, if you'll just submit to me and not submit to the devil, if you'll just get your life in order with my word, listen, if you'll do those things, which are not hard, there's grace to do it. The Lord says, you will see a momentum that those things, you will see in a moment that those things which had opposed you year after year will have to bow to you in my name because the momentum in your life will be so strong and be so great that it's almost unstoppable. Only you can stop it. The enemy has to bow to the Christ in you. He has to bow to you when you are in Christ and you are. You've got to know it. You've got to resist the devil. He's going to flee from you when you submit and resist, submit and resist, submit and resist. Only you can stop it. But you're not going to stop yourself anymore. I said you are not going to stop yourself anymore. You're going to get in the flow of the Holy Ghost and you're going to be unstoppable. Amen. Scripture references for today, Philippians 3, 12 through 14, Psalm 92, verse 12. And John 15, verse 4. Now the prayer starter and the decree. Father, help us submit to you fully so we can see the fullness of your momentum in our lives. Teach us to ride the wave of your glory and the wind of your spirit. I decree deafness to every monitoring spirit that has come to spy on my momentum. I declare the enemy's momentum against us is halted and reversed in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Father, we praise you this morning. We praise you this morning. We pray, come on, bring some energy to the table. We pray, we praise you this morning. Come on, begin to release your power praise. We praise you this morning because you are our momentum. 
You are the big mo. You are our momentum. You are the source of our energy, the source of our strength, the source of our wisdom, the source of everything that we need that flows from you. So we praise you this morning and we exalt you this morning. Our momentum. You are our master. You are the chief cornerstone. You are the bread of life. And we exalt you today because as we drink of you and as we eat of you, as we press in to cultivate a spiritual hunger for you and your word, your spirit, and your gifts, oh, we're going to see the momentum manifest. I said I decree manifested momentum in your life. Come on. We're going to do our part, God. We're going to do our part, God. We're going to do our part, God. Help us to do our part, Jesus. Help us to submit to you and not the flesh. Help us, Lord, to submit to you and not our unrenewed mind. Help us, Lord, to submit to you and not the enemy of our soul, Jesus. We praise you for that grace of obedience. Let it fall upon us today. Let the grace of obedience rest upon us today. Let the grace of humility rest upon us today. Oh, Lord, your word says that your grace is sufficient. Help us to tap right in to your grace today so that we can humble ourselves before you because you resist the proud but you give grace to the humble and we need your grace 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 and more grace so give us the grace and humility let's just start there god so that we can receive from you that you can you can you can pour out everything else you want we need you we're desperate for you we need the momentum that only you can bring to our lives. I see that, Lord. Some of you have had reverse momentum. Some of you have had reverse momentum. You didn't realize it. You didn't realize what was going on. You ever accidentally had your car in reverse and hit the gas? Has that ever happened to you? That happened to me one time and I was in a sports stadium, I was looking for Sports Illustrated, and I was running film back and forth, and I had a brand new car, and I had it in reverse, and I did not know it, and when I hit the gas, I crashed right into one of the pylons in my brand new car. I didn't realize I was in reverse. I wasn't aware of my condition. I wasn't aware of my reality. Listen to me. You cannot try to go full speed ahead when you have hurts and wounds in your soul because you'll crash. You cannot try to go full speed ahead. You cannot put your foot on the gas and try to run into your destiny when you're not yet ready. You cannot get ahead of God because you'll end up facing a setback. And God will deliver a comeback but you'll have to learn a hard lesson. You're playing a dangerous game when you try to get ahead of God. Listen, God is your momentum. He is your momentum, but he doesn't give you momentum until he's ready to give you momentum. I just had to, I just had to say this because the Lord pointed it out so strong. Some of you hit the gas, you're going full speed in the wrong direction. Because come on. We're going to get back to the momentum part in a minute. But some of you, I don't want you racing ahead 
Some of you, you're going full speed in the wrong direction. Somehow you didn't hear the still small voice or somehow you listened to a false prophet. Somehow you received some direction for your life that was not God's direction for your life. And you thought that it was because you maybe didn't understand how to test the spirits or maybe you trusted that person so much because they'd never led you astray or maybe you just missed it and you're going some of you full speed ahead in the wrong direction you've got reverse momentum some of the others of you you're going full speed ahead in the right direction but the hurts and the wounds in you are going to cause you so much warfare you're eventually going to fall and get hurt again can you imagine trying to run a race with a broken leg you might take two or three steps but then you're going to fall and you're going to get hurt worse than you were to begin with. So Father, we ask you first of all, before we really press into this momentum, we don't wanna, we don't wanna try to carry a, a dead corpse over the finish line. We don't wanna, we don't wanna be carrying baggage and, and weights that slow us down. We don't wanna carry these hurts and wounds that keep us from seeing and hearing the right, the right way, the right voice. So Father, I'm asking you in Jesus' name to help us, Lord, today to let go of anything we need to let go of, whether it's unforgiveness, whether it's bitterness, whether it's that pain of the past, whether it's the fear of failure. Help us, Lord, to let go of those things that will become stumbling blocks for us when you blow the wind of your spirit at our backs. Help us, Lord. We don't want to pray for momentum and have a false momentum. Because actually, he's not going to blow his wind at your back until you are healed. That's the whole point. Thank you, Lord, for correcting me. He's not going to blow his wind at your back, but you might feel a wind. Some of you have misunderstood the wind of God for the wind of the enemy. In other words, there seems to be an open door, but you're not healed. There seems to be an opportunity, but you're not healed. And the enemy can bring a Kairos time in your life as well. An enemy can bring an opportune time in your life as well. As a matter of fact, the Bible says the enemy comes back at an opportune time. And he'll try to open a door for you. And it looks like momentum, but it's not God's plan. But you've been scorned in the past. You've been betrayed in the past. You've been hurt in the past. You've been wounded in the past. You've been disappointed in the past. And it looks like a God opportunity. And it's a demonic disappointment in the making. So, Father, whatever is in us that will cause us to stumble over our own two feet as we're pursuing your will for our lives, heal us. Whatever is in us, deliver us. Whatever is in us, show us what we need to let go of so that we're healed and whole, so that your wind can be in our back, your momentum can propel us forward. We don't want the demonic wind momentum. We don't want fleshly momentum. We don't want to strive. 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 We don't want to push. We don't want to manipulate. We want momentum. Because when we have your momentum, <laughs> everything falls into place. Father, help us. If we have based our decisions on a wrong voice, if we have gotten ahead of you 
but we think we're in your path, but we're not in your path. You didn't tell us to go to the right or to the left. You told us to stand still, or you told us to go forward, or you told us to go up, but somehow we missed it. We believed the wrong prophecy. We misinterpreted a vision. We heard a sermon on YouTube and we thought it was confirmation, but it wasn't. It was just that we wanted it that bad and the enemy found a way to deceive us. Lord, if there's any deception, if there's any deception, if there's any deception on our minds that's causing us to follow a path that's not you, but we think it's you, but it's not you, but we think it's you, but it's not you. And therefore we were, we're going full speed ahead in reverse and actually setting ourselves back. God, you have holy momentum for us. We don't want to set ourselves back. We don't have to want to, we don't want to have to sit out for a season while you clean up the messes because you're so good because you work all things together for the good of those who love you and are called according to your purposes. We don't want to set ourselves back and set back your plans and purposes in the earth because of this, uh, a wrong prophecy because of a confirmation that wasn't really a confirmation. We don't want to do that. We want to be in your vein to God heal us, break deception off of us, show us the weights we're carrying that would slow or hinder your momentum. In Jesus' name. Now, Father, we thank you. Come on, if you did that, if you prayed that, you're ready for the momentum prayer. If you ask God to give you, if you forgave people, you might have to go back and listen later. Maybe it's a deeper process for you. Now, God will give you momentum if you're not ready for it. But we don't want you to fall for the plan of the enemy to give you that false momentum. Forgive who you need to forgive. Go back and listen to this again. Spend some time with God. If you're seeing obstacles and if you're frustrated because other people seem to be going further than you, Get with God and find out the problem because he has a momentum for you. Guess what? It's a momentum. Listen, this is good news. It's momentum specifically designed for you. It's momentum that fits your mantle. It's a momentum that is particular to the call of God on your life and the dreams that he has in his heart for you. So, Father, right now I lift up everyone under the sound of my voice. Every, I don't, just like Jesus said, I'll just pray for these ones now, but I pray for those who will listen later. And I ask you, God, to let your momentum rain down. Torrential floods of momentum in the lives of those who are ready to receive it. I call for Rain in the time of rain. <laughs> the Bible says, ask me for rain in the season of rain. Ask me for rain in the time of rain. God, I feel the rain of your presence. I feel the rain of your glory. I feel the rain of your anointing. Come on now. I feel the rain of your blessings. Come on now. I feel the rain of your momentum. In this season, you are just looking for someone. Your eyes are looking to 
to and fro about the earth looking for someone through whom you can show yourself strong. I said the eyes of the Lord are searching here, there, and everywhere all across the earth. He's looking in China. He's looking in South Africa. He's looking in Canada. He's looking across the United States. He's looking in London. He's looking in Sweden. He's looking in Denmark. He's looking in Dubai. He's looking in Russia. He's looking in India. He's looking all across South America, Central America. America. He's looking in Cuba. He is looking throughout Europe and all across Asia, Singapore, Taiwan, Thailand. He is looking in the Philippines. He is looking for those through whom he can show himself strong. Let me just translate that with my own translation. He is looking for those through whom, for whom, with whom he can run. Amen. He's looking for those he can put his momentum behind. He is looking for those to pour out holy momentum upon. Is that you? Is that you today? Is that you? He wants to put holy momentum upon his people. A holy momentum that rolls over the plans and purposes of the enemy. The enemy comes but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But God came to give you a life of momentum. Come on now. He came to give you a life of abundance to the full till it overflows. Come on. He gave you He gave you everything you need already. Now he wants to activate it to another level because you've rooted yourself in him, because you've grounded yourself in him, because you love him, because you're called according to his purpose, because you die daily, because you follow Christ. You're a true disciple. That, that, those are the ones that he wants to momentumize. I made up a word. Momentumize. Come on. I can do that because I'm a writer. I have poetic license. He wants to momentumize you today. I see that, Lord. He wants to momentumize you today. Would you hear me today? He wants to momentumize you today. It's like an increase in authority. You know, when you ever seen a, those shows where there's a, a sheriff and they need extra help, and so they'll deputize somebody? God's already deputized you. He has delegated, Christ has delegated his authority to you. You understand that? He gave you some of his very own authority. He deputized you. Amen. You are kings and priests unto your Lord and God. He deputized you. Now he wants to momentize. He wants to momentize you. He wants to momentize you. He wants to moment. He wants to breathe the breath of life on you. He wants to put the wind at your back. So, Father, we say yes. We say yes. We receive your momentum. Come on. Momentum in relationships. Those obstacles. Some of you are on the brink of divorce, but God wants to heal all that and put new momentum behind your marriage so that you have a testimony that helps others see that whatever the problem is, whatever the difficulty is, God can work it out. God can work it out. He wants to bring momentum in your career. He wants to bring momentum in your ministry. He wants to. He wants to. Don't you understand? He wants to. He wants to. He wants to. He wants to momentumize you. He wants to bring momentum to your finances. Instead of paying the interest on credit card debt every month, he wants the banks to pay you interest because of the savings that you keep there. 
He wants to flip the script on all of this. Some of you have been so discouraged. He wants to momentumize you. The enemy wants to discourage you. God wants to momentumize you. He wants to encourage you. Jesus, we accept it today. Whatever's in the way, we're going to get it out of the way so that you can put the full force of holy momentum behind us. The full force of holy momentum, like a, like a gale wind. So I see that, Lord. Some of you, listen to me very carefully. If you're listening, say amen. I need you to hear me. I just saw it so clearly in the spirit. Would you listen? This momentum, you know what it's going to produce in your life when you receive it, when you're ready to receive it, when this ray of momentum comes upon you, when you're momentumized, you know what's going to happen in many of your lives? Listen, you're going to make a quantum leap. <laughs> I just saw it in the spirit. Clear as day. Quantum leap. A quantum leap. What does that mean? It means one minute you're right here. The next minute you're about a thousand million miles down the road. It would be like if like one minute we were here in Florida and the next minute we were on the moon. Except it would be farther than that. A quantum leap is probably farther than that. It means that God is going to accelerate your acceleration. It means that God is going to put momentum behind his momentum, behind his momentum, behind his momentum on your life. It means exponential momentum. Exponential momentum. Come on. Exponential momentum. Come on. Exponential momentum. Sharabashi. Exponential momentum. That's what it means. Exponential momentum. That is his plan for you. Jonah made a three days journey in one day. That's momentum. That's momentum. That's momentum. So, Father, we thank you today for your momentum. I believe it will land on each of you at the right time. Remember what I said. You have to make sure you're going in the right direction. God's not going to momentumize the wrong purpose, the wrong path. You have to make sure that you're healed. To forgive it, amen, so that you can receive that holy momentum. But I decree it's your portion, and I decree it's going to happen. It is the will of God for you, in Jesus' name, amen. I need you all to share this because we're going to deal with some discouragement. I know that you're probably really highly encouraged right now. You should be highly encouraged right now, but we're going deeper because I want to dismantle this demonic discouragement. And when you get off this broadcast today, you're going to be so high in the spirit. Because I just hear the Lord saying right up right now, come up higher, come up here. So there's an invitation to go up higher. We're going to break some things because you all know this. You know this. I need everybody to share this right now. If you just come on the broadcast, share this right now. Be obedient. You know what happens. You get in this anointing and you feel really good, but you know the devil is going to wait till the opportune time to try to discourage you. But after today's broadcast, we're pounding him down so far. He's going to be the one that's discouraged. <laughs> I said today, we're going to give him such a pounding that he's going to be the one that's, he's going to be discouraged from messing with you. He'll come back at an opportune time, but it won't be today. 
I said, he'll come back at an opportune time, but it won't be today. Somebody needs to hit that share button. If you're just coming on, I need you hitting that share button right now. Be obedient. Not to me, to the Holy Ghost. He's wanting to reach more people. I don't rightly care. I'd be on here for three of you. I'm doing my part. Share this with somebody. Somebody needs to hear this. Not today, Satan. That's right, Laura. Get your water, get your coffee, and let's pound. Momentumized. 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 Listen, sometimes we wake up out of bed discouraged. If we're honest, you wake up, you're already discouraged. You ever had that happen? Sometimes we wake up and we're already discouraged. Maybe we're discouraged over something that happened yesterday. Listen, and that thought hits our mind as soon as we wake up. Since we wake up, our feet are not already even on the floor, and the devil's already bringing those thoughts about what discouraged us yesterday. The thoughts about what we got to face today that's not pleasant. Or some of you wake up in a great mood and you think everything is going to go perfectly, and that's a great attitude. But guess what? Sometimes our attitude is malformed by an unexpected issue, obstacle, argument, traffic jam, annoying employee at work. Sometimes our attitude shifts because of a circumstance that we find ourselves discouraged. And we've got to learn how to encourage ourselves in the Lord. But we've also got to understand and recognize that the enemy likes to meddle. He likes to, discouragement is one of the most effective weapons the enemy has against us. Why? Because we allow it to be effective. We allow it to be effective. We enable him to keep pounding on us because we don't resist it. He bothers us. He confuses us. He dampens our enthusiasm. He demoralizes us. We're depressed. We're dismayed. We're frightened, we're intimidated, we're irked, we're scared, we're troubled, we're unnerved, we're afflicted, we're appalled, we're bullied, we're dejected, distressed, <laughs> repressed, we're vexed, weighed down, beat down, cast down. But today, we thank you, Lord, that you are reason enough for us to stay encouraged. David encouraged himself in the Lord, and that is what we will do. We will not allow, no longer, will we allow these thoughts or these circumstances to discourage us, to steal our courage. I said no longer, no more. We forbid you, devil, from entering into our headspace. We forbid you. We cast down these vain imaginations of discouragement in the name of Jesus. We say no more, no mas. We will not deprive of us our courage. You will not deprive of us our confidence. You will not hinder us 
You will not dissuade us from doing something because it seems too hard. We shall not be discouraged. Even if things are not turning out the way that we thought, they will turn out the way they're supposed to. They will turn out according to God's plan. It doesn't matter what it looks like right now. We're not going to look at the circumstance and let it discourage us. We're going to look at God and encourage ourselves in him, the one true living God, the creator of the universe. God told Joshua, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not be discouraged because I will be with you wherever you go. Come on, use that as a sword. Have I not commanded you? It's a command. Be strong and courageous. You listen, you can be strong and not be courageous. You can be strong, but be afraid. You can have the spiritual strength within you to overcome every battle, but be afraid to do it. That's why God said, be strong and be courageous. Do not be afraid. Then he said, do not be discouraged because I'm with you. I'm going to be with you wherever you go. Why would you be afraid? Why would you ever be discouraged? Why would you worry? The Lord himself goes before you. He's going to be with you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, says the spirit of the living God. Jesus said, I told you all these things. He told them all these things in John chapter 14, 15, and 16. He said, I told you, I gave you the truth of the word. But I'm going to send the Holy Spirit to live in you. Jesus said the Holy Spirit's been with you, but he's going to be in you. He said, you're going to have some problems in the world. Look, I'm just going to tell you how it is. Jesus was not a feel-good prophet in the sense that he just tickled ears. Jesus said, you're going to have tribulation in this world. You know, I hate to tell you, but you're going to have some trouble. You're going to have some trials. But then Jesus said, but be encouraged. Take heart. Because I've overcome the world. I'm with you. I'm in you. If I overcame, you can overcome because I already overcame, says the Lord. (laughs) You don't have to be discouraged anymore. God's plans for you, no matter what the circumstance looks like, God's plans for you are still to prosper you. No matter if you're in debt up to your eyeballs, God's plan for you is to prosper you. No matter if you can't pay your bills this month, God's plan for you is to prosper you. Not to harm you. He's not mad at you. Plans to give you a hope. Plans to give you a future. He wants to fill you with joy. Fill you with peace. Listen, as you trust in him. That's the key. He's the God of hope. He wants to fill you with hope. He wants to fill you with joy. He wants to fill you with peace. The Bible says in Romans 15, 13, as you trust in him. Wait, what? You mean he's just not going to do it? No, you've got to trust in him. Trust is what Give you access to the courage of heaven. Why did David trust? Why did David run to the battle line, take down Goliath? What was the difference between him and the other Israelites? He trusted in God. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Don't lose heart. We bind you, devil. We break the powers of your discouragement. We dismantle discouragement right now in Jesus' name. We say right now, we decree right now that no weapon of discouragement against us shall prosper. But every tongue of discouragement that rises up against us, we shall condemn by the word of God. We thank you, Lord, that the power of death and life are in 
our tongue. So we speak life over our life. We speak life over our workplace. We speak life over our circumstances. And we speak death to discouragement. It does not come from heaven. I said discouragement does not come from heaven. We speak death to discouragement. It's a plan of the enemy. It's a track, a tactic of the enemy. It's a trick of the enemy. We speak death to discouragement. We dismantle it in Jesus' name completely. And we burn it with double fire. Come on. We dismantle it in Jesus' name. We dismantle it. We take it apart. Thought by thought by thought by thought by thought, we take it apart. We dismantle this discouragement. Thought by thought by thought by thought by thought. And we're going to think on things that are good and lovely, pure and holy. We dismantle this discouragement. It has, uh, I cannot stand. I'm so mad with the devil right now. I just lift you up right now and I plead the blood of Jesus against uh, over you. I plead the blood of Jesus against the enemy and against discouragement. And I command that discouragement to bow in Jesus' name. Somebody listen to this broadcast. You actually have a spirit of discouragement. I say Go from that person in Jesus' name. I cast out the spirit of discouragement in the name of Jesus. I break your powers over this person and command you to loose them in the name of the Lord. No more. No mas, devil. No more discouragement. We're going to encourage ourselves in the Lord. He is with us. He is for us. Who can be against us? Who cares what your coworker did? Who cares what your husband or your wife did? Who cares what your kids did? You deal with that later. Get in the right state of mind, a God state of mind. See it the way he sees it. You'll deal with it the way he deals with it instead of allowing discouragement to cause you to run and hide in a cave. God, we thank you today because we have been equipped. We have been armed. We are ready for the battle and we will not bow to discouragement anymore. As a matter of fact, it's been dismantled. We can't even find it. (laughs) Oh yeah, some of you woke up this morning discouraged, but you can't even find that place anymore. You don't even know the Ekaterine Mosha. You don't even know the address of discouragement anymore. The devil has been evicted. We're not letting you back in. Might as well just forget where we live because we're not going to where you live, discouragement. We're rising above it, rising above it, rising above it, rising above it, rising above it. We're rising above. We have risen above it. We have risen above it. We're not going back down to that low place. We are not going back down to that fearful place, that discouraged place, that depressed place, that despondent place. That's not where we live. That's not where we want to be. And that's not where we're ever going again. I heard Lord say, come up here. And that's where we're living. Seated in heavenly places. Heaven on earth. Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise and honor and glory for what you've done in our hearts today. What you've done in our lives today. And what you're going to do tomorrow. We thank you in advance for every breakthrough in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Come on, I could pray all day today. I want to give you an opportunity to sow into this solid ground today. You can sow at jenniferleclair.org slash donate. Let me go through these quickly. jenniferleclair.org slash donate. You can sow a one-time seed there. You can sow once or you can become a partner there. Amen. You can use the cash app. Cash app is, 
I got a new one. I got a new one. You'll have to put this new one in your phone. Cash app is dollar sign. I am Jennifer LeClaire. Ain't nobody else. Me but me. Shake terabasha. You can text the word pray. 754-701-2161. Text the word pray. PayPal. PayPal.me slash Jennifer LeClaire. Praise God. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer LeClaire. So press into God. He dwells within you. Amen. God bless you. Have a great day. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seers ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible. 